0: EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Here we go, you know what it is. Another week, another podcast. It's Friday the 4th of November. I know, how did we get here? The has flown. But either way, it's been a busy week as always in the EV industry. So let's see what's been going on. So what's been going on? Well, an Australian startup adding modern technology to classic Land Rovers will become part of one of the biggest electric vehicle conversion companies in the world this week after merging with a British firm. Melbourne-based Jaunt Motors will partner with Zero EV to create Felton, which will operate across Australia, the UK and North America, so it's a big collab. The co-founder of Jaunt Motors, Dave Budge, said the merger was not just about converting more classic cars with electric motors themselves, but helping car owners and mechanics to make the switch too. Merged Australia-UK firm will convert Porsche 911s, Mini Coopers, Land Rover and Land Rover Defenders into EVs. Recent UK-wide research by the electric car scheme has found that fewer than half of commuter-focused car parks Contain charging infrastructure for electric vehicles. In its Commuter Car Park report, employee benefits scheme, the Electric Car Scheme, reviewed 12,000 total car parking spaces and found that only 44% hold EV charge points. The study also showed that less than 1% of the parking spaces analysed were dedicated to EVs. Of the assessed car parks, Scotland offered the most charging points with 60%, compared to England with 44% and 25% in Wales. Although the October 2022 EV charging device statistics published by the Department of Transport show a significant overall growth in EV charge points in the last year, the payment software company Paythrough has indicated that actually 80% of UK drivers may still be deterred from EVs as a result of poor charge point experience. Thom Groot, CEO and co-founder of the electric car scheme, said... It's worrying that only 1% of public car park spaces in commuter belts offer charging points when currently 16% of new cars sold are electric. London's UK-based electric vehicle battery firm British Vault said this Wednesday it had secured some short-term funding, a move that will enable it to stave off administration for the time being. Now The company said its employees had also agreed to a pay-cut from November. In a statement sent to CNBC, the firm said, While the weakening economy situation is negatively impacting much business investment at present, at British Vault, we are continuing to pursue positive, ongoing discussions with potential investors. In addition, we have also received promising approaches from several more international investors in the past few days. The result is we have now secured the necessary near-term investments that we believe enables us to bridge over the coming weeks to a more secure funding position for the future. To future reduce our near-term costs, our dedicated employee team has also voluntarily agreed to a temporary salary reduction for the month of November. In other news, Home Cars is working on an ambitious three-pronged plan for the post-2030 electrification era. This involves building the much-loved petrol 7 for at least another decade, while using the time to develop a same shape 7 EV and launch an all-new aerodynamic electric roadster that will draw on the traditional Caterham values of lightness, performance, simplicity and agility. Outlining the plan exclusively to Autocar this week was Caterham CEO, Bob 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 Langlishley. The firm last year built 500 cars and sold 670, the extras adding to a waiting list that now runs to about a year. In the short term, he wants to expand the company's traditional annual output of 500 to cover those extra cars at least, and has recently repurposed Caterham's former Crawley used car centre for the assembly of additional cars, alongside the main production line in Dartford, Kent. Speaking of areas, a BMW dealership in Lincoln has installed what is claimed to be the fastest EV charger in the UK. Lincoln BMW has installed two ultra-rapid ABB Terra 360 electric vehicle chargers that can charge an EV in less than 50 minutes. The new units will enable the team to add 62 miles of range in less than three minutes. Andrew Tully, who's the dealer principal at Lincoln's BMW, said we're excited that BMW drivers in Lincoln are the first in the UK to benefit from this latest charging technology. One of the Terra 360 units is actually on the dealership forecourt, whilst the other is by the 15 base service workshop. Big news this week. Tesco have started charging EV drivers to use their supermarket charge points at all stores. They started this from the 1st of November. Now, the supermarket giant first announced it had introduced free charges at 100 of its Tesco stores back in 2019. It was subsequently expanded to 500 stores in March of this year. Tesco says that as a result of its free charges, EV drivers have enjoyed more than 86 million miles of free electric driving. The network was launched in by Tesco, Volkswagen and Podpoints, which plans to install around 2,400 charge points. EV drivers will now have to pay 28p per kilowatt for the slowest 7kW connections, rising to 40p for the 22kW AC and 50p for the 50kW rapid chargers. Currently, only the 50kW DC chargers have a cost, which is 28p. Payments will have to be made through the Podpoint app for the AC chargers or by contactless for the rapid points. In a statement, Podpoint said, The new tariffs are some of the most competitive in the market and will enable us to continue investing in our network. It's hoped that by making these changes, customers will only top up when they need to, ensuring that they will make way for others once their cars are charged. Revenues will help fund and expand the network, with Podpoint expected to meet its target of installing charging at 600 Tesco stores by spring 2023. Now, personally, I know a few are annoyed by this fee, but I mean, 86 million miles of free electric driving hasn't been a bad deal, has it? Now, for those that are perturbed by the fee... Don't worry, Peugeot is plotting free charger EV routes around the UK. More than a tenth of UK's 3,500 public charges are free to use, and Peugeot UK has plotted a 2,688-mile journey around the coastline of the mainland to highlight the extent of the cost-saving infrastructure. Starting at Land's End, the route runs along England's southern and eastern coasts up through Scotland via John O'Groats before returning to Land's End through Wales using only free public charges. The 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 further distance between two free charge points on the route between Chelmsford and Sandringham is 168 miles within the 225-mile range of the Peugeot E208. And even better news than that, UK councils are set to install more than 16,500 EV charging points over the next 12 months, which will double the number of public charges currently installed by local authorities. Now, this is according to new data that was released this week. The research was uncovered by British Gas under a Freedom of Information request to more than 400 UK councils, of which 195 responded to all questions. questions asked, revealed that local authorities have installed 16,680 EV charging points to date, with a further 16,563 planned to be installed over the next 12 months. So it's not all bad. And continuing the theme of free. The country's biggest ever free electric vehicle event took place last weekend at the Royal Cornwall Showground in Wadebridge. Cornwall Council said it hoped the show encouraged residents considering buying or leasing EVs. The council is installing 150 new EV charge points in council-run car parks. And some more good news. Chinese electric vehicle maker Neo has resumed production at its two factories in the eastern city after COVID-19 curbed and disrupted operations and delayed deliveries. Production is resumed at the moment, a company representative said this Thursday, declining to specify whether it was a full or partial resumption. But still, considering China is battling a rising number of COVID cases with tough curbs that have significantly disturbed businesses, it's great news for Neo and ultimately great news for the EV industry. Excitingly, Stellantis announced earlier this year its bold plan to go purely electric in Europe by the end of the decade, and Abath will be among its first brands to lose the combustion engine. Kickstarting the EV onslaught will be an amped-up version of the latest generation Fiat 500, which is being sold exclusively as a zero-emissions model. Mind you, the old 500 is still around, of course, with its ice engines, and the Abath does keep pumping out new versions to keep it relevant but the 2023 Abarth 500 EV has been spied testing with camouflaged wheels. The go faster city car signals the start of Abath electric revolution so it looks like it is happening. The highly anticipated Hummer EV has arrived onto UK shores. Now, this is so exciting. It is complete with its monster 205 kilowatt battery pack and is 350 miles of range and a 0 to 60 mile per hour time somewhere around the three second mark. So it really is a good effort. Now, unfortunately, this comes with a hefty price tag, 320k. I mean, do UK roads need hummers? no <laughs> but are oh, we really chuffed we've got one absolutely it's definitely a little bit of a novelty or gimmick purchase but if you have the 320k burning a hole in your pocket why not get the hummer EV? now this week it's been said that the 80s pop band aha uh-huh has inspired Norway's electric car revolution. Now, hear me out, because I know you're thinking, what? Well, back in the 1980s, two leading lights in the Nordic environmental movement were pushing for EV technology, but it was just not being noticed. So they recruited the country's biggest pop group to help push the issue into the mainstream. Now, Aha ha were one of the most popular bands in the world after their international hits such as Take On Me, Sun Always Shines On TV. No, I'm not going to sing it because you know them. Now, together, the campaigners and the group went to Bern in Switzerland to attend the Tour Sol exhibition in 1989. Now, here they saw a Fiat Panda, which had been converted from petrol to electric. Now, they imported a similar car into Norway and they used the first modern-day EV on the country's roads to launch a campaign of civil disobedience how it needed to brace an alternative to polluting fossil fuel vehicles. Now, they racked up fines and they drove the car through toll booths, parked illegally, and they refused to pay vehicle taxes, arguing that this new form of sustainable transport should be free of these levies in order to make it more attractive. A Aha's lead singer, who was interviewed by the BBC, disclosed... I didn't feel like i was entering into the role of a rebel really i do realize though that that's what it was but it was just necessary it was what we needed to do and it just made every sense you know yep we absolutely do know and thank you Aha, for doing that what a cool story and finally here at ev comply we have yet again done another software update to simplify the EV charger installation process with our online management portal and our supporting mobile app for field operatives, enabling you to deliver a seamless customer journey. Do be sure to check out our website that's ev-comply.com and see how we could help you and your business today. From everybody here, you have a fantastic weekend and I'll be back with you next week.